Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. This year, the Montana football Hall of Fame in Billings, as it always is. It will take place July twenty, or excuse me, June twenty fourth and June twenty fifth. Golf outing on June twenty fourth, and then the banquet is the evening of June twenty fifth. So if you need an awesome evening, um, it, it's so much fun. It's one of my favorite events of the year. So remember that. Put it on your calendar, June twenty fourth and June twenty fifth. You can buy tickets at all Universal Athletic stores around the state of Montana. The actual Concrete Hall of Fame is uh, there in Bozeman, Montana, at the Universal Athletic Store. There. So put it on your calendar. A great induction class, Shan Schillinger, Blaine McLemurray, Dane Fletcher from Montana State, Jim Sweeney, the legendary Butte native who went on to coach Montana State and then Fresno State. And then in the support category, Rocky Gullickson, the famed strength coach for the Bobcats who then went on to coach in the NFL, Marv Sunderland, who's a Chester native and spent nearly four decades as an NFL scout. Dane Storenston, uh, who's from Great Falls and an NFL Media Emmy Award winner. And then Robert Rides of the Door, who hails from Browning and uh, was a liaison for many years for the Washington Redskins. So it should be a fun uh, and great class. We go now to the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. Welcome in. A guy who's joined us before, and actually the last time he joined us, he was coming off a Super Bowl, so that was very fun. But this will be very fun, two talks of Montana Football Hall of Fame. With Grizz legend Tim Houck. Tim, thanks so much for being with us, man. How you doing? Hey, Colter, I'm doing great. Thanks for the nice intro. Uh, yeah, it's good to be back on the show again. Well, the whole entry point here is the Montana Football Hall of Fame, which you were in our second induction class there in Billings back in 2017, and it's a great event. I know you've been back since. Uh, but get, get people kind of lay down through your eyes because you've been on both sides of it as an attendee, but also as somebody that was inducted into this thing. So uh, the event has continued to grow, but it's definitely one of my favorite nights of the year. It's the biggest reunion of football in Montana every year, which is a very fun thing to be a part of. But from your perspective, what did you think of it when you were uh, getting inducted? What have you thought of it so far uh, just as it's grown? Well, it's a it's a great deal, and I'm, I'm glad they started that, started this thing up because there's so many good – uh, Montana kids, players that have gone, whether it's NFL or done other things that are just special, special people. 
and this is just just a, a good way to recognize them. And I've been fired up every year. I look and see who's going in. I'm like, oh, dang, they should have been in a long time ago. <laughs> Well, that is an interesting part. I was talking to uh, our good, our mutual friend, Colt Anderson, who, by the way, said to tell you hi. Uh, I was talking to him right before the show, and I was apologizing to him. I said, Colt, because of the way our bylaws work, you actually haven't been out of the NFL long enough for us to induct you. But now that you've been in the league for 13 years, now you're finally eligible again. So we're going to make sure that Colt gets in. But uh, it, it is just, it's a its a fun deal. And, and like you say, there is so many guys from Montana or that have ties to Montana that are such phenomenal football players. You're a guy that grew up in Big Timber. you got Butte roots. Why do you think it is? Why do you think Montana produces such great uh, football talent? Well, I, I think the game of football is based on discipline, hard work, um, and doing the right things. And this is where they, they, these guys from Montana grow up. They, they work hard at whatever they do. It means a lot to them. And if they put their mind to something, they're going to achieve the goals they want to achieve. And I think that is a big, big part of it. it it's attitude and work ethic. No doubt about it. Tim Houck joining us here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. And the way that this kind of all came about, Coach, was that I was reaching out to you because I was wanting to pick your brain a little bit uh, about a couple of these guys that are going in. First and foremost, Shan Schillinger, a guy from Baker, Montana, who I know you coached uh, for the formative part of his career with the Grizzlies. So when Shan was coming out of Baker, I mean, he had a lot of, of success in high school, but he comes from a Class B school almost in North Dakota. So what did you think about him when he was first coming into the program? Well, first of all, I've been around Shan a lot over the whatever number of years. And when we recruited him, um, he was kind of a tall, lanky kid. Um, and like uh, a lot of us, coming out of a Class B school, it was really hard to project how he would play at uh, the FCS level. And it was just a matter of, uh, I think, his size and, and the fact that he, he was in every sport and excelled at every sport. You just knew that he was going to be successful. You just didn't know how successful it was going to be. And, and obviously... Uh, when it comes down to it, uh, whatever it was, five years in the NFL, it's pretty special for a guy from Baker, Montana. When you were coaching him, was there a moment when it clicked? Because I'm, I'm his exact same grade. I remember playing in the All-Star Games with him before he reported to campus, and, and a bunch of my guys from high school were on the team then, to the Palmer brothers, two of my best friends growing up. But they used to always tease, man, this kid from Baker's like the fastest kid in the world. And I think that pe- people maybe missed it, but he, he was a great athlete. So was, is there a moment that you kind of thought to yourself, man, this guy could really make an impact for this team? Well, it, it goes back to when we were recruiting. We knew he could run, but it, sometimes it didn't look like because he, he was so tall and lanky. It was almost awkward at first. And then he was such a nice kid. There was, uh, I've got a story, and I'll probably tell it when we get to the Hall of Fame that, uh, he would apologize every time I corrected him. <laughs> and, uh, and he was so nice. And, uh, oh, sorry, coach. Sorry, coach. And it's like, Ken, if you ever apologize on the football field again, you just run and keep running until I tell you to stop. <laughs> and uh, I think once he got past the overthinking part and he just let himself play, you all of a sudden it just clicked. And, and you're like, dang, we got something pretty good right here. Yeah. And, and you know what? At that point in time, like it was easy for me. I, 
I, I was like, yeah, I must be a really good coach. I, I had two NFL guys with Colt and him in the same secondary. It made me look good. Yeah, no doubt. Well, how much do you think those two played off each other, too? Because they are sort of similar in, in their work ethic and, and their discipline, that nature of the game, and also sort of believing in themselves as well. I know they played next to each other for at least two years. So uh, what was that relationship like? It seemed like those guys played off each other pretty well. They did, and they made it real easy for everybody else because they're both uh, very smart guys. Um, they could line everybody up. They knew where everybody was supposed to be, and they played extremely fast. So if you wanted to keep up with them or try to excel with them, you had to be a fast-thinking, fast-playing dude that played awful physical, and, and they brought everybody around them up in, in their abilities. Tim Houck joining us here on Nuanas Now. It's ESPN Radio. Maybe you're watching SWX Montana Television. You can always also stream the show anywhere worldwide, 24 hours a day, 1029ESPN.com. Uh, and, Tim, I want to ask you about not necessarily even a specific guy, but but and maybe, maybe you do have some thoughts on him as well, but you yourself, Todd Erickson, Blaine McElmurray, who's another guy who's uh, inducting into the Montana Football Hall of Fame, those guys we just yep. talked about, Shan Schillinger and Colt Anderson, I mean, there's Vince Huntsberger, Trey Young. There's been some unbelievable safeties uh, at, at Montana. Some of the best safeties in the history of the Big Sky Conference, honestly. Is there a reason for that? I mean, do you feel like there there was a standard that was set and, and uh, was kind of required to continually be met? I, I, I think so. And, again, let's just go back to the work ethic and, and the way these guys play. It, it was uh, part of their life growing up to be uh, play fast and be extremely physical. Um, give credit to all those guys for, for their ability. Um, I think even going into the NFL, every single one of those guys was probably overlooked a little bit because they weren't at an FBS school. They weren't at a Notre Dame and they weren't in Alabama. But I think every single one of them could have played at that level. And uh, I think... After a while, we kind of fed off one another. I, I know Todd, uh, I passed down the number 37 to him, and I know there was a lot of pressure on him to be a similar type of player as I was, and I think that just continued as things went. And you look at the Hall of Fame class, it, it's really cool. A small-town kid from Troy going in and a yeah. small-town kid from Bates going in. I mean, what are those, 12 hours apart? But, yeah. but same, type, same type of guy. Absolutely. Do you do you have any sort of relationship with Blaine, or do you have any memories of him as a player? I, I do. You know, Blaine, we overlapped a little bit in the NFL. I think he came in in 97, and I finished in 02. Um, but every, even when I would come back to Missoula in the off season, and that's where I would come back to, he was the guy that was in there early in the morning working out, because I'd be in there working out. And like, who is this kid? And uh, we got to know each other pretty well. And I was very impressed with just his work ethic as, as a college kid, being the guy that was in there early and working late and doing all the right things. And, and uh, it obviously paid off for him. Incredibly smart guy too, and I think you see, see that is you know his business, uh, his acumen in business, and and everything he's built up. But also, it seemed like he was a incredibly smart player too. I mean, it seemed like he was just always in the right spot. It seemed like he really had that scheme mastered. No doubt, and, and you do you see it now. I mean, it's like I said, you put your mind to do something. These guys are going to go do it. Blaine had success in the NFL, and now when he now he's one of the best home builders in Missoula, Montana. So For sure. whatever he's going to do, 
bet on him to do it well. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it. We're talking some Montana Football Hall of Fame here with Tim Houck. He was a 13-year veteran in the NFL as well as a former All-American for the University of Montana and uh, a guy who was a 2017 inductee to the NFL. Put this cal- uh, date on your calendar, June 24th, June 25th, Billings, Montana. That's our induction ceremony for this year. Again, a star-studded class that includes Shan Schillinger, Dane uh, Fletcher from Montana State, as well as Blaine McElmurray, also of the University of Montana. Hey, Coach, I got to ask you about the current iteration of the Grizz because your brother's back coaching. Bobby Houck's got it rolling a little bit here in Missoula. I know you were uh, pretty close with the team this last year, got a chance to take in some of the games down the stretch, especially in the playoffs. So what are some of your broad thoughts about Grizz football? Well, I'm real excited. I, I think things are are boiling and rolling right back to where they were before Bobby left the first time. And uh, even after they lost to James Madison, I, you know, it was one of those things. I watched them all season, and, and pretty soon it, they couldn't withstand the injury bug anymore. It just caught up to them too quickly. But it was like I told him after the game, I said, future's bright for Grizzly football, that's for sure. So I am extremely excited. Um, I think I got to all the games, but two last year, and even on the road, and uh, really enjoyed watching those guys play. Boy, we keep going back to it, but boy, they play fast. They play hard. Uh, They really look like they enjoy being out there on the field with one another, and and, and that's a, a recipe for success right there. No doubt about one. And one of my writers at Skyline Sports, uh, he wrote such a good story last year about the special team core guys. And you look across the board, and you got guys like David Copang from Missoula-Loyola and Ryan Tyrrell, who's from Loyola, and Levi Janicaro, who's from Missoula Big Sky, Tyler Flick, who's from Missoula Big Sky, Carson Rostad, who's from Hamilton. you got all these dudes from just right here in western Montana kind of leading the way on special teams. I think that's one thing that – that Coach Houck, Bobby Houck does so well is is getting those kids, empowering those kids, giving those kids a role, and then letting them perform. So uh, when you watch the Grizz special teams, you must be uh, you must be pretty impressed. I know that's a, a thing that you kind of cut your teeth on as well. No doubt. I I mean, every week I was so proud of those guys because I've got to know those guys pretty well. Brian actually is uh, my nephew, right? My sister's youngest son, and so I've got to know all those guys, and it's just fun to watch them go out there and fly around. You watch those special teams and, and uh, whether it's a coverage team or a return team or whatever, it is uh, uh, pedal to the metal, let's go. And uh, it, it is. It's a fun part of football to watch where a lot of teams you walk away or you go get your popcorn or go get your soda not with the Grizzlies. Something big's going to happen on those teams. It's, it's, a, it's so true. They are one of the best parts of the Grizz right now. To watch, you mentioned Ryan Till, your nephew, and you also have another nephew in, in Robbie Houck on the team too. So, from Tim Houck's perspective, what's it like watching guys that you know since they were little kids playing out for the Grizz? Well, it, it's fun because I actually, I mean, I've been close to going back and taking a few jobs, and I, I told both those two the hardest part was I wouldn't get a chance to watch them play, and totally. I really enjoyed it. And uh, watching those two grow up, it, you know, it's typical Montana stuff, work hard, they play hard, they do things right, they love doing it, and it's it's just been fun to watch them grow up. 
Well, you mentioned the number 37 legacy, and that's such a huge part of the history and tradition of Grizz football. Also such a huge part of your involvement in that legacy and tradition. And so now here we are, and it's been 35, 36 years since Craig Paulson first passed that jersey to you. And as you mentioned, about 30 years since you first passed it to Todd Erickson. So what have you thought of the way this thing has sort of endured? Because this has become uh, a long-lasting tradition within Grizz football. Dang, Coulter, you just made me feel old. (laughs) (laughs) It has been a a long-standing tradition, and when it started, there's no, I mean, there's no way we could have uh, thought this was going to happen. I mean, when I passed it on to Todd Erickson, it was like, okay, maybe we got something good going. This will go for a while, but but it's taken on a life of its own. It's been really fun to watch. Um, it also got to the point where I think there was so much pressure on the kid that got for that sure. number that they couldn't give it to an underclassman anymore because it it's just, I mean, like I said, it's got a life of its own, and everybody was looking at you like you're supposed to be the dude, and you're a redshirt freshman. So so I think that's probably why now it goes to a guy that's uh, pretty well established and knows what his role is and, and knows exactly how to play the game. But it has been fun to watch. Tim Houck, former number 37, joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. And this last number 37 with Jace Lewis, I thought was such a distinctly unique iteration of the number because he took it over from Jesse Sims after Jesse tragically passed away. I know it's heartbreaking for all of us, especially those that knew Jesse personally because such a wonderful guy. Uh, But I thought that Jace, in terms of handling the pressure, in in terms of handling the the gravity that comes with with that tragedy, I thought he did such a tremendous job this last year. So that must have made uh, you pretty proud as well, just watching him carry it on with sort of a heavy heart. No, no doubt about it. Um, I got to talk to Jace a few times during the season. I was so proud of him. Um, like you said, the the ordeal with Jesse, um, a hard thing for Grizz football, um, obviously for his family and his friends, just a, a, a terrible tragedy. But Jace did handle that quite well. Um, Jace is kind of a self-made guy. He came in. I, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure he was a walk-on if not a partial guy and, you know, kind of an overachiever. And then all of a sudden it just clicked for him and he became a difference maker on that, that grizzly defense and, and just really happy for that kid. Well, last thing for you then, Tim, uh, just give people an update. What's Tim Houck up to and uh, what's next for you? Cause I know that a lot of people would love to see you back around here, but it seems like uh, you're having a fun time just uh, being out of the coaching business right now. So what's been going on with you guys? Well, trust me, I get the itch uh, an awful lot to get back in it. I just don't think the timing is right yet. Um, I've had some great opportunities this offseason that I've said no to. Um, I don't think I can continue to do that because I'm, uh, I'm, you know, the more I watch the Grizzly football games, the more I want to be part of it because they're fun to watch and those guys are fun to be around. I'm actually in Scottsdale, Arizona right now. It's uh, about 80 degrees today instead of sitting in the snow in, at Georgetown Lake. And uh, we'll probably be back mid-May. Um, but uh, just enjoying uh, the, we'll, we'll call it trial retirement. Let's, do, let, let's use that term. 
you and Marty Mornaway both. We've had Marty on uh, every single week this fall with uh, doing an NFL segment once a week with us, which was so great, so thrilling for me. But I'm always teasing him. He's trying out the partial retirement, too. So, uh. <laughs> Yeah, I think Mar- Marty's probably got a bigger itch to go than I do. But I don't, I don't know. He, he seems to, once he got in that groove of playing a lot of golf and yep. hanging out at the house on the bedroom, I think he's kind of enjoyed it. That's right. That's why I keep asking him to golf, keep asking him to come on the radio. We need our guy to stick around here, Missoula. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. Well, Tim, thanks so much for taking some time. Always great talking to you. Hopefully our paths cross soon, but in the meantime, be well, my friend. Enjoy that partial retirement. Enjoy the sun down there in Arizona. All right, Coulter. Hopefully I'll see you at the Hall of Fame. There you go. Tim the hitter out, one of the great Grizzlies of all time. An impromptu appearance here on Nuanas now. So great to hear from Coach Houck. I always call him Coach Houck because when I was in college, he was coaching here at, at Montana, and uh, he coached some of my friends like Shan Schillinger and, and Colt Anderson. So it's always great to hear from Timmy Houck and appreciate him joining us here on Nuanas Now. This is the beginning now of a couple-month-long series here where we'll be having discussions and interviews as part of the Montana Football Hall of Fame. I'm on the board of directors. We will host our annual Montana Football Hall of Fame induction ceremony the weekend of June 24th and June 25th. So we got golf June 24th. We're playing at the Prior Creek Golf Course, which will be very fun. It's $100 per golfer. And uh, we we have the uh, private Elmer Link course at Prior Creek reserved. And then we'll have a reception at 7 p.m. there at the uh, Billings uh, Convention Center's Ballroom, and then June 25th, 6 p.m. is when the Montana Football Hall of Fame induction banquet starts. We'll have an inductee meet and greet with the public starting at 5. So mark it down. Put it on your calendar. It's an awesome, awesome event. Tables for $800, individual tickets for 100 bucks. It is the biggest football reunion in Montana. The Montana Football Hall of Fame, you can pick up tickets at any of the Universal Athletic stores, retail stores around the state of Montana. For more information, go to mtfootballhof.com. That's mtfootballhof.com. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold, or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore. Your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.